Zainab Azim is the Pakistani-Canadian volunteer with the UNOSO Space for Women Network and the founder of Canadian NGO GIVE. In this episode of Space for Our Planet, she talks about the link between space and education and why we need to invest in education systems differently. The reason that we do what we do at GIVE is because we know the importance and the power of education in moving our world forward in a sustainable way. Not only is education an SDG itself, it's SDG 4. We know that access to education increases economic growth, allows for social mobility and the empowerment of women and girls. But also, without this SDG, it's very difficult to achieve any of the other sustainable development goals. To quote the UN SDG policy brief, education is not only a fundamental human right, it is an enabling right with the direct impact on the realization of all other human rights. So education is the foundation of any society, and we understand the power and the potential of that at GIVE, and we want to use research and policy-centered approaches to ensure that the schooling system is providing um, true education uh, to future generations so that they can have the skills necessary to achieve these SDGs. I deeply believe in the importance of education and I've been fortunate enough to have access to that growing up while many don't have the same privilege and I wanted to ensure that every child had a chance and had the opportunity to fulfill their promise and their potential. Secondly, I recognize the current education system that we do have in North America is deeply flawed on its own uh, and that's why I call it the schooling system and not the education system because most of the, of the time there's hardly any education happening. Uh, and finally, we're facing a lot of issues in our world right now like climate change uh, and we need innovative and creative people to solve those problems, skills that are not being fostered in the way that we do education right now. Um, and so working at GIVE, I wanted to try to create a system that did foster the creativity, curiosity, character, and innovation needed for solving these issues. While we know that, especially with COVID-19, we've seen the digital divide being exposed. You know, the UN found that 50% of students in low-income countries um, are not covered with digital learning right now. Uh, so. While there are many rural and remote communities that have struggled with access to education, space-based technologies like satellite communication technologies can ha help bridge this gap in access. And the first way that we do that is a globally coordinated investment in satellite communication technologies to increase access to education in rural and remote areas. And the second way is using space technologies like GIGA and geolocation to ensure accountability for countries that have pledged to provide education, especially for young women and girls through internet connectivity, so that we know that they're meeting that goal and actively working towards it. One of the challenges is for those who don't have access to education, it's very hard to inspire them in STEM at all if they don't know what that is and if they're not having the opportunity to pursue it. So that's why we're working towards access to education. But even more so, it's how STEM and STEAM is taught in schools. It can be very discouraging for students and can contribute to the pipeline problem that we see of people dropping out their STEM careers. Um, first, 
in the curriculum, there's this, in North America at least, there's a big lack of diversity. So we learn about Einstein, we learn about Galileo, but we're not learning about, you know, people from different cultures, women particularly, who have contributed to this field. And if girls and people of color are growing up, really just seeing this one homogenous view of who belongs in this field and who has worked in this field, then it's hard for you to believe in yourself, that you belong in that space. And that was a struggle that I also personally fa faced. Even though I had female role models, there wasn't someone who particularly looked like me. And so believing that you belong there is one of the greatest challenges. But the second part of how we teach STEM is, uh, you know, instead of allowing students to sort of wonder and ask questions, innovate, create and collaborate, we give them these pre-written instructions on how to do everything. You know, the curriculum is very standardized. There's no room for personalization. Uh, and then you receive an arbitrary number in the form of a grade and you're teaching for the test. You know, and people, for, and then after the summer, you forget everything you sort of learn. Uh, so, and, and how things are taught in school aren't always reflective of what it's like to work in that field either. So STEM education done properly really can allow for younger generations to create the solutions to these issues, which impact all of our futures. Uh, but we have to invest the time and frankly the money to make sure that we are developing those systems uh, so we can improve the way that we deliver STEM in a way that is inspiring and not discouraging. Space for Our Planet is a podcast produced by Tim Cat with support from the United Nations Office for Outer Space Affairs. We're also supported by the European Commission, DG DEFIS, the European Space Agency, the French Space Agency, CNES, NERUS, the network of European regions using space technologies, and the Canadian NGO, GIVE.